0: This is the Edumatch Podcast Network, bringing you amazing educators sharing their love of learning one show at a time. The Edumatch Podcast Network is proud to support this show and many others. Find out more at edumatchpn.com. The ideas and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely of the individual podcaster.
1: This is TLC Ninja, a podcast for teachers by teachers about classroom innovation and welcome to episode 121 of TLC Tech Learn Coffee. I am Lisa Nokowski, a technology coach in South Monterey County here in California. And I'm Nancy Minikotsi, an instructional technology coach also in Beverly Hills, California. Well, also in California, Beverly Hills. Uh, just a reminder, we have a 15-minute format because ain't nobody got time for more than that. No. However, we do have time for one quick coffee fact. One Yay. cup of black coffee contains one single calorie. So, if you are trying to get rid of some of these pandemic pounds, just drink the black coffee. I mean, not just that, I mean, have some, you know, actual nutrients and stuff, but you know what I'm saying. All right. So, I'm going to move on in life. <laughs> so, today our guest is Joe Marquez, um, and he'll be talking to us about. Never going back to normal sounds ominous. So Joe, tell us a little bit a little bit about yourself, who you are, and what you do.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for having me on today. So yeah, I'm Joe Marquez. I am also in California out of the Central Valley, and I'm an educator and currently am the Director of Academic Innovation for Q, my dream job, and I can't believe I'm in this position. So I'm so excited, and I'm so excited to be here talking to you. I love your podcast, and I love the format because you're right. Nobody has more than 15 minutes and it's perfect.
1: It is. And so for those um, listeners who are outside of California and might not know what Q is, can you just kind of give us a little bit of what Q is?
0: Yeah. So Q is a nonprofit and Q collaborates and works with educators all across California, Nevada, and beyond um, to um, help them identify technologies and skills that will help in, engage and motivate their students in any format right? Before it was traditional blended face-to-face, but hybrid and distance learning as well. And and Q is the organization that got me out of my shell. Q is the organization that made me realize I wasn't the crazy one. And if I am crazy, there's a lot of other crazy educators out there as well. And so, you know, they always say I found my tribe. And in Q, I did find my like-minded educators that I can have fun with, chat with, and become friends with. So, because I love that organization so much, that's why I say I'm just super excited to be a part of it in this full-time capacity now.
1: And we're so excited that you are a part of it. And uh, Nancy and I, of course, are a part of the Q organization as well. All right, thank you for that. So there is lots of us talking about getting back to normal and all the things we want to do. Even me, the huge introvert is like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of ready to you know, do some things that are normal. My dog's not so much. Um, You know, they like having me home. What, um, you don't seem to want things to go back to quote, normal. Why is that? You know, for
0: so long, you know, us being in this educational technology field, we've wanted teachers to use more technology, more and more to hopefully so they can see the benefit in it. And when this pandemic happened, you would think we would all be excited because now every teacher has to be using technology. But the idea is we want teachers to embrace the technology. We want teachers to see that the technology can be utilized for the benefit of students now and forever. And so when I'm saying we should never go back to normal, It's that we have now exposed our students to the benefits of technology. We've now exposed our teachers to the benefits of technology. We have gone through this traumatic experience being ripped from our classrooms and put into Zoom rooms. We should not take that lightly. We should make sure that we are taking the good with the bad taking the good that is helping us connect with our students, engage with our students, motivate our students, and make sure we come back to the classroom better than before. So when I say never going back to normal, that's what I mean. The experiences we as educators have had since March 13th have made us better and stronger and more resilient. So the you one year ago should never look like the you today. And the way that you approach teaching should never be the same as when you were back on March 13th either. That's why I say we should never ever think about going back to normal.
1: No, I love that, that kind of viewpoint of it. And I, I, in my new role in my district, and I know Nancy um, is has a, a similar role in her district of just being able to go into other teachers' classrooms and seeing what they do, the, the amount of innovation and even what first graders are doing with technology, I, you know, the first time I went into a first grade classroom, they couldn't, it took them 45 minutes to split their screen. <laughs> we were trying to teach first graders who may or may not have had an adult with them how to split their screen. Now I can jump into that classroom and say, split your screen. They're like, I'm already there. Like that never would have happened before March 13th. And not that that's such a big, big deal, but that just shows the resiliency of the kids and the teachers who were working through all of this. So, and you touched a little bit about this, but what are some other advantages of not going back to the quote unquote normal before this whole thing went down?
0: Well, you know, one of the biggest benefits is to me is being able to visualize learning happening in real time right? In, in a face-to-face classroom, a lot of times we look at emotions, we look at eye movements, we look at the way students are fidgeting, whether they're getting it or not. But in a distance learning environment, you don't have that, especially when students may not need to have their cameras turned on. And so the tools that are being utilized, Pear Deck, Nearpod, quizzes, all these different tools are giving us instant access to information on what students actually know in the moment. And as teachers, we need to be flexible and change the path of our instruction when we identify the students are not getting it, right? And I think that's one of the big turning points here is that we finally start seeing the benefits in the technology because we can see who is understanding uh, the material and who is not. I think that creates a very equitable workspace because it now allows us to kind of reach those silent students, the students who don't raise their hand, the students that don't ask for help or don't ask for questions, but they will absolutely respond to a Nearpod comment. They will absolutely respond to a Flipgrid response. Those are the students that we can now hear from. And why would we leave that behind? Why would we leave that in just our distance learning kind of mindset when we can easily bring that into a hybrid or face-to-face blended learning environment. So when I say we should never go back to normal, you've been exposed to an amazing opportunity. Why would you want to go back to something that's not as amazing as that? Right? Teachers have become amazing and they should not consider themselves normal.
1: That is so true. Um, I also just kind of want to throw out there, I know that there are some teachers who are struggling with this and some students who are struggling with this. So we don't want to come across as being toxic positive and that everything is fantastic. We do, and I know Joe does and and Nancy as well, acknowledge the struggles that many are having. Um, We're just kind of focusing on what can become uh, when we do go back you know, to the quote unquote normal. Um, so what are some things that we should keep, you know, even from before the pandemic, and when we go back, you know, to 100% face-to-face across the nation uh, that are beneficial and that can help us think of things as being normal because we, we are gonna have to have a little bit of that familiarity.
0: Yeah, we absolutely need to maintain our group work, right? Getting students to come together and collaborate with one another. I I always say um, that one of the five C's that is never talked about, right, is conflict resolution. And the best way to get through conflict resolution is with group work. I think um, being able to uh, put pen to paper is incredibly important. I don't think we should ever take that away. But how do they represent their pen to paper? I think that's how we can bring in a digital analog to that. So what do we keep? We keep what works. We keep what has always worked, right? And what do we bring in from this traumatic time of of COVID, this distance learning? We bring in what also worked, right? Now, I want teachers to understand, right? the, The word trauma basically means a deeply distressing experience. And a lot of teachers are going through that right now. Lisa, just like you said, a lot of them, a lot of teachers are tired. A lot of teachers are struggling and we absolutely understand that. But think about this. If 40% of what you're doing is working, that's 40% you can now fold in to what you were doing before. So we should look at what's working and, and, and then also take away what's not but, not, but not go into this thing, this whole thing was a wash right? Because a lot of teachers have said to me, it's like I'm treading water. It's like, I'm just treading water and I'm not getting anywhere. I go, even treading water, you're getting stronger. Even treading water, you're becoming better. So you are. So you should never want to go back to normal. And I'll tell you this, I don't want to go back to who I was on March 13th, 2020. I absolutely do not, do not want to go back to that. There's a lot of things that I have discovered through this. I've, I've discovered resilience. I've discovered pushing through heartache. I've discovered pushing through pain. I've discovered all of this and all everything that I've done is a testament to what teachers are doing on a daily basis. I know it's not easy, but changing the world, and that's exactly what teachers do on a daily basis, changing the world has never said, nobody's ever said that that's going to be easy. Teachers and teaching is the hardest but most rewarding profession, I believe, in the history of the world. And one of the great things about teachers is we never stop learning. And one of the greatest things about teachers is we don't know if something is that we have planned or have created is going to work. Right. And so, right now, if, if the biggest growth happens when we try something new, then these, this last year is the biggest growth that we should all have had in our entire careers. And by stretching ourselves, we are becoming stronger. By stretching ourselves, we are becoming more resilient. And by stretching ourselves, we get to get rid of titwadi. And titwadi is, this is the way we have always done it. We no longer can say that. Well, this is the way we've always done it. No, there was a year where we did not. Hopefully just a year. I mean, there's still more time <laughs> left in this. But we, we, we cannot rest our laurels on what we used to do. We must become stronger than that and take what has worked and has made us better and bring it back into the fold when we're back face-to-face. So when teachers say, I can't wait until we go back to normal, I just want them to rephrase that and say, I can't wait till we're back together so that we can do amazing things going forward. That's what I want to hear. Instead of back to normal, back together. And that's what I hope all teachers are thinking right now.
1: I hope so, too. I there I have seen amazing things and lessons come out, just like you said, from teachers who never would have tried some of the things that they're trying now. And it's just a new way of looking at it. And you're right, bringing that into the fold of what we know is successful. And I just have images of my fifth graders like hanging on each other <laughs> around their necks and jumping on each other during, you know, group you know, group work, not jumping, jumping, but you know, being really close together and, and just being really good friends, you know, bringing that in with like these new methodologies and, and pedagogy that we're doing is so powerful. Thank you so much. Is there anything else you'd like to add to any of this, Joe?
0: I, I just want to say that I know teachers are working their rear ends off day in and day out. And sometimes we feel like we are just running on a treadmill working hard and hard and hard and not getting anywhere. But I want teachers to understand that you are making a difference. You are creating positive experiences for students. And how difficult this is, we have to be reminded that if this happened 10 years ago, imagine the loss of, a loss of connections we would have had with our students during this entirety of the time. It would be basically the march of the packets. Right Packets coming in, packets coming out, packets going there, packets coming here. Right, That's all it would be. So with all of the internet issues, with all of the camera issues, with everything that we deal with, we are light, light years ahead of where we would have been 10 years ago. And let's cherish the fact that we're able to make this work, not 100%, but still make it work during this time of uncertainty. And it's a real, real big issue. And I want you to know teachers that your hard work is never going to be forgotten. And while there are days in this country, in this world that, are, that when, they, when, when history happens, we know it, but then there's also the majority of the time that we don't know history is happening and the heroes during that time. And I will tell you when people look back on this moment They will look at teachers as the heroes that kept our students educated, that kept our students engaged, and kept our students learning through a distance, no matter what was thrown at them. And I want teachers to know that I am proud of you, and I'm glad to call you friends. And I just thank the Lord that I get to be a part of such an amazing group of human beings, and we can call ourselves educators, and I'm just so proud of that.
1: I think we could probably just end it there. I mean, we'll still do our ending, but that was really well said, yes. Um, I have nothing to add to that, obviously. Um, so to our listeners, thank you so much for, for listening. And if you enjoyed the show and you enjoyed listening to Joe, uh, please go ahead and leave us a comment. Uh, today, our comment question is, what are some things that you hope we never go back to? And please don't forget to subscribe to hear more about easy ways for you to innovate in your classroom. Please help other people find us by rating and leaving a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, or if you know someone we should have on, please visit tlc.ninja and complete the contact form to let us know. Thanks.